Hi, welcome to the TTWF, Trekking Through Waves and Flames podcast, where I inspire you to see possibilities and opportunities by giving you tips and strategies of how to navigate and stay on track to achieve your fullest potential. Thanks for tuning in. And now, let's get straight into today's episode with me, your host, Princess. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. Welcome back to my channel. Depending on where you're listening um, from, a big welcome to you and thank you for taking the time to um, just listen to the few thoughts that I've put together for today. And as always, I am learning um, with you, I am growing with you, and I am encouraged as I endeavor to encourage someone else. And I always say, if I can encourage just one person today, well, God bless you. And thank you once again for listening. So I'm going to go straight into it. Today, I want to talk about comparison. I want to talk about comparison. And uh, the reason why I've um, landed on this topic is because of a few things that I've been going through in my own personal life, um, in my workplace, where I find myself in situations that have made me feel a little bit inadequate, have made me feel a little bit um, less than, you know, and, and it's, it's, you know, things that people say or things that happen and then they just set you on this path where you start looking at how someone else did it before you or how someone else um, relates with those other people and then you get into this comparison game which never ends well, never ends well. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm hoping that today I'll help somebody to see that comparison will eat you up like a poison. Do you know it's easy to be satisfied with yourself until you start comparing yourself with someone else? Because you see or you think they have something that you don't, or you think they can do something that you can't, um, then all of a sudden it's like, my life sucks. I don't have this and I don't have that. I can't do this and I can't do that. I don't look like this and I don't look like that. Um, And if you're like me, you don't intentionally play the comparison game. It just happens, right? Before you know it, you've sized yourself up. You've measured someone else by your own standards, by the way. Or you've concluded after observation Um, and the collection of what you consider to be some facts. And then you conclude that you are inferior or superior to someone else. That's comparison. To say it another word, in another way, comparison will bring, it'll either bring insecurity or it'll bring pride because it'll either put you in a position where you feel inferior or in a position where you feel superior. So you're either insecure or you're prideful when you play the game of comparison. And I've learned and been learning 
that the only true antidote to comparison is contentment. Contentment. So today, this is a short um, clip. It's just a short talk. Hopefully, I can go into more detail around this. Um, but contentment begins with a thankful heart. And that is the true antidote for comparison. Remember, when comparison turns up, contentment leaves. So contentment and comparison cannot live, and they cannot be in the same room. Because the comparison trap compels us, it moves us to turn inwards, to focus on ourselves. And you're focusing on what you lack, what you don't have, and you're focusing on what has caused you um, to feel less than, and so discontent. So contentment is, is about being satisfied with who you are, what you have, where you're at. But then that's all comes about with a grateful heart. If you're thankful, contentment stays. If you start comparing, contentment is gone. Right? And you and I compare ourselves to others out of insecurity. You know, I've talked about insecurity or pride. We hope to feel better about ourselves if we end up ahead. We also compare because of our competitive or perfectionist nature. So, we, you know, some people have the desire to be right. They want to be perfect. They want to be just better than, and, uh, you know, other people. They want to be better than others. But comparison rarely leads to humility. It's very rare for someone that's constantly comparing themselves to say, oh, I'm humble, you know. Um, that is very, very rare. So what are some of the things that um, cause comparison? Or what are some of the things that feed comparison in our lives? Right? Um, I've, I've learned that most often comparison acts as a glorified word for envy. You're envious. Compar it's just a glorified word for envy. Right? And so this shows up in our desire for what someone else has. So it's your desire for your neighbor's gifts or the other person's success, whether it's in their career, their marriage, their business, or something else that they might have that you don't have. And so you see envy coming up. You know, a simpler word is jealousy, right? And the other, the other thing that feeds comparison or the other thing that um, comes up when we compare ourselves as pride, right? And so, of course, we wouldn't dare to put ourselves in the same class or to compare ourselves with those who rate themselves so highly. So they compare themselves to one another and they make up their own standards to measure themselves by. Then they judge themselves by their own standards, <laughs> You know, that's it. And, and what I'm reading is, is, is from the Bible. It's actually from Second uh, Corinthians 10, you know, that talks about um, what I'm reading. And it says, of course, we wouldn't dare to put ourselves in the same class or compare ourselves to those who rate themselves so highly. But we are those who choose to limit our boasting to only the measure of the work to which God has appointed us. A measure that, by the way, has reached as far as you. This is Paul talking. Anyway, you know I always refer to the Bible because that's 
what I live by as a Christian. But let's continue. So we talked about envy, jealousness, but often entwined with envy is pride. And pride is another bad fruit that grows from holding ourselves up to others as a scale. So when you hold yourself up to others as a scale, then pride comes through. It surfaces when you think you deserve um, the gifts that others have, um, when truly, really, you don't deserve anything that someone else has. On the other hand, there's also the arrogance in, 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 in our hearts that is exposed as, as, as we look at, you know, the failings of others or the weaknesses of others and then, or even the sin of others. So you look at someone and you think, I'm better than that, you know, and, and, and you decide that your sin is less despicable than theirs. You know, what they have done is, is a lot worse than you have done. You know, you start holding yourself more highly and uh, you think yourself a little bit more pure than, you know, and, and, and things like that. So it's those sorts of things that come, that happens when we are comparing and we become prideful, right? The other one is ingratitude, ingratitude. When we compare our lot to the lives of our fellow um, people, when we compare what we have gone through, what we've gone through our lives to the lives of our fellow human beings, you know, people that we work with, our neighbors, we are showing that we are ungrateful for the many gifts that we've been given in our lives. We're ungrateful for what we have, you know. And sometimes when we are uh, wanting what someone else has, you know, when we're longing for, craving for what someone else, it just shows that our priorities are misaligned. You know, we should, I remember I talked about contentment, contentment, because sometimes what looks better on someone else is not necessarily good for you and might not necessarily, and things are not always what they seem anyway. And then there's also competition. Competition comes with comparison, Right. I can tell you from personal experience that habitually comparing myself to others is not the brightest things to do. Um, it can be a fruitless endeavor that makes you feel worse and it makes you feel even more inferior. You see, the word comparing is the Greek word sunkrino, and it is the picture of two or more who stand side by side to thoroughly examine themselves in comparison to each other, and then to critically judge who is superior among the candidates. So one group is classified as superior and the other is classified as inferior. And so it, it, it lifts up one and puts down the other, right? And it just fails to recognize the many differences that exist in humanity, right? So, hey... When we're talking about comparison, be careful because then it brings competition and competition brings all sorts of problems, even in the workplace. Once you have people that are competing, comparing, competing, it becomes toxic. It becomes unhealthy. It just becomes a place that you don't want to work because then gossip starts. People, This one starts talking about this one. This one is trying to suck up to this manager. This one is trying to kiss up to that one. 
And this one is trying to show that this one is no good and on and on it goes. All right. And then you have all these sinful motivations for whatever it is that you do. It, it, it ceases to become what it should be. And it just becomes about you feeling better and making others people, people feel less or they, someone else feeling better and they're working to make you feel horrible every single day that you are at work or church or school or wherever it is that you are. All right. Um, and basically it breeds hate. You start hating other people without realizing it. Right. And so, yeah, it's just some things that I've just been thinking about, you know, and, uh, what I just want to say when it comes, like I said, I will do a nice detailed teaching. Um, because you know, I mean, the truth of the matter is, I don't know if you're like me, you know, Comparing myself to uh, other people, it just leaves me feeling downtrodden. It just feels me, yeah, feeling really, really down. And then no matter what I do, even the things that I'm good at, I start, you know, to to feel like I'm not good at it. Um, you know, maybe if I had what that person had has, I would do this better and things like that. So, you know, I mean, f- for me, it's it's when I was young. Um, I just always felt so different. Um, and you know, I just felt that I was different in comparison to others. Um, and so, you know, when you're young, you don't realize that being different doesn't mean that you're inferior to other people, you know, but, uh, it, 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 it's only when you grow older, when you become an adult that you actually realize that those differences can be your greatest strengths, that those so-called seemingly negative traits of being different from others can be the thing that makes you uniquely qualified to fulfill your purpose in life, you know? And so you need to accept who you have, you were born to be, who you were created to be. And so then you can free yourself from the constant uh, mental assault of, of, of thinking that there's something wrong with you. Uh, and, and, and it'll help you to embrace your uniqueness because you are unique. You are unique and your uniqueness will help you to shine. Um, I just want to talk about a few things, other things that will help us to beat um, the problem of comparison, to stop comparing ourselves with other people. Um, number one, um, realize that we all have different strengths and weaknesses. Always. I once, you know, my dad once said to me, um, there will always be someone thinner. There will always be someone richer and better looking than you. So get used to it. You know, it, it just sounds like a throwaway comment, but it, there's so much truth in that comment. I realize now that his advice is so true. That no matter how hard you and I try, someone will always be better at something than we are. So when we start feeling the need to compare, we must recognize our opportunity to practice humility. You know, just just be humble. Be humble. If you're good, it'll soon show. If you're good, it'll soon be realized and recognized, right? Number two, choose compliments over comparison in your relationships and interactions with others. 
So, for example, if you are, you know, a young mom, um, and then you are out and about in, you know, in public, and you you notice someone who is able to manage her many kids uh, a lot better than you can. Don't start thinking of the many reasons she's probably able to do that. You know, oh, she doesn't work. She's probably a stay-at-home mom. She's rich. She has a husband who dotes on her. She's probably got uh, her mother who lives close to her, and I don't, and things like that. Instead, take time to compliment her and say, wow, you're so good with your kids. I don't know how you manage it, but wow, you're so good. Give her a compliment, you know? Or, you know, yeah, <laughs> there was one time and I saw someone, you know, wearing the same top that I had, but she absolutely killed it. She nailed it. She looked so much better in it than I did, you know? Um, she was just the right height. She was thinner and she was younger. And so rather than me, you know, kind of, putting my mind on that and beginning to hate <laughs> the other woman for it, I quickly said, I have that same top, you know, but you look so much better in it. Good job, you know, with a sincere smile, you know. So instead of the self-pity that was trying to rise in my heart that I'm not younger, I'm not thinner um, and things like that, giving this other person a genuine compliment kept me from complaining inwardly and cultivating a critical spirit. All right. And number four, obviously rely on God's opinion of you rather than the opinion of other people. You see, our own insecurity often causes us to compare ourselves with others, looking for a way to feel superior. But you know, if we just relied on God's opinion of us, before we've even got a chance to listen to our own opinion of ourselves or others' opinions, life would be so much better. So if you hear someone praising a woman who hasn't done half of what you've done, just quietly thank God that he sees your heart and actions and he knows the real story. If someone is showing off about her own abilities, don't start comparing her talents with yours. Instead, just, you know, thank God and ask God to help you to be content with what he thinks of you, you know. And sometimes we have to tell ourselves what to think in order to keep our minds from going in the wrong direction. So someone said, you know, spend more time talking to yourself than listening to yourself. And I think that's powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful. The other thing is, you know, this is number four. Um is serve others. Serving others will help us to overcome, you know, the, the habits and, and will overcome comparison, right? And so the best thing you can do to cure yourself or someone else of the comparison trap is to consistently serve others. There's a reason serving has such a positive effect on our behavior because it influences our beliefs. It helps us to take our minds off ourselves and focus on meeting the needs of others. If you are struggling with comparison, be intentional to spend time serving others. There's so much need around us, you know. Um, and so I just encourage you to make a decision today that you are never going to go down that bumpy, twisted road of, of comparing yourself to others and always coming up short. Today, you're going to start celebrating the differences that make you uniquely you. So I'm going to end here. 
Um, I know it's a little bit jumbled because it's literally just random thoughts I was just putting together um, of things that um, has been said to me. But it's something that I'm working on and I'm going to continue to work on in this year, you know, to just um, avoid getting caught in the comparison, spiral in the comparison trap and to start speaking to myself whenever I feel like I'm falling short because someone else is outshining me or someone else is getting the accolades or someone else seems to be doing better. But just to really focus on my strengths and be content with who I am and to be grateful for what it is that I can do and that I've been blessed with. And so I'll leave it there. Thank you once again for taking the time to be with me today, be encouraged Remember, you are uniquely you and there's things that only you can do. And instead of comparing and hating on others, compliment, love on others, encourage others, serve others, and you will find that contentment just naturally follows you. Until the next time, take care and stay positive. Thank you for listening to the TTWF podcast. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and check out my YouTube channel. Thank you once again for listening. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, remember, nothing is impossible. If it hasn't been done yet, it's been waiting for you.